Have you ever dreamed about fist fighting a leprechaun? Well, partner, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. Welcome. To the Round Earthers Society, I'm Zach. This is Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Zach. I'm glad you could make it. <laughs> I'm glad you could come. Welcome to my show. That's <laughs> oh, a nice office you have here. Nice uh, studio. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> so, we, should you introduce your friend here? Okay. Uh, we, got a, we got a guest. We uh, do have a guest. Oh, I'm more with than us. a friend. <laughs> He's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, Tyler is here. My friend Tyler. Hello. Your friend Tyler. Yeah. That's good. Friend slash lover. Uh, slash drug supplier. Slash now, you drug guys supplier. Went to, you guys uh, went to school together, right? We did go to high school slash together. Slash Bigfoot yeah. hunting partner. And yes. you guys were kicked out of high school around the same time from what I understand. Yes, yes we yeah. were. Yeah. And then you guys became good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, we didn't really become good friends until after high school. Yeah. Like... We didn't hang out that often in high school. No, it wasn't until after high school when all our other friends abandoned us. Yeah. We had to resort to each other. <laughs> we spent a summer fishing together. Yeah. And, and doing horse tranquilizers? No, that, no, that was in high drugs. school. Mm -hmm. No, we weren't taking that many drugs at that time. Yeah. I'm just checking. Well, I was. I don't know if you were. Mm, I was probably taking some drugs. I yeah. Can't, I can't imagine. I mean, I can't mm. remember a day where I was sober. <laughs> 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 his shirt his shirt says come get baked <laughs> he gets lots of compliments I used to work on that here. shirt <laughs> at hotbox cookies oh hotbox yeah. cookies come get baked I, well i mean that's a good marketing camp uh, i didn't even smoke slogan. weed at the time i was working there i, I was just taking acid and delivering no, that's, cookies <laughs> that's a smart slogan though because it's like hey come eat some cookies and smoke some weed or smoke some weed yeah, eat some yeah. cookies jesse do it's you want do you want do you want to get high are you good i'm, I'm good dude okay i'm good <laughs> more for um, me <laughs> Is that incriminating? Mm, I feel like I've talked about doing Molly and like all kinds of shit See, I on think here. The most important thing is you just play it off as a joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, well, no. Of course I I'm mean, kidding. If we play it off as a joke. I mean, you're not going to get me. I'm a master What do you mean play criminal. it off? It is a joke. I mean, it is a joke. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's a joke. That thing he's sticking in his mouth. It's just a dick. It's not really a. Yeah. It's not like a dick people. Sound like Tyler's dick, people. What else would go in your mouth? It's about that thin. Well, I mean, food goes in your mouth. Uh, well, I mean, I guess weed smoke. It's just a vape. You're just using like a little smoke. bit. That's like that's a pretty. It looks like a pen. It's weird. Yeah, this is new. It's actually a really nice one. Yeah, I love it. Definitely better than the hey, other ones. One thing we didn't get to do the Truman thing. We didn't get to like post it because it got messed up. But, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, he was t he was talking when he was here. He was talking about them outlawing a lot of the. The vape stuff, and then eventually it did happen after like, yeah. a couple weeks after. And I finally delved in to the only area of expertise that I actually have. <laughs> yeah. And the and we had a conversation that made me look really smart, and then we fucking scrapped it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but you guys were totally right though. Like, the, like that probably happened a month Jesse, after. I read the new FDA regulations. <laughs> okay. Wow, yeah. you did your research. The whole thing, it's like 20 pages. It fucking sucked ass. I couldn't tell who the main character was for the whole thing. <laughs> the plot was lacking, <laughs> to say the least. 
Uh, I hit my stand. My bad. You good? You good? Are you a pretty pro drugs kind of person? You don't have to say. You don't have to say you do drugs. I'm, I'm a pretty saying, neutral. I mean, kind I'm, of I'm talking about, about in terms of uh, in terms of uh, you know legality. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, I think they should all be at least decriminalized. See, I I thought that for a long time, and Uh-oh. here's my concern: if if we make illegal drugs legal, like street drugs, okay, it'll raise the price. No, that's no, that's <laughs> not it. Actually, it should lower it a little bit. Well. It depends on, well, depending on how hard they guess. tax it, they I guess. If I treat it like it, marijuana, then you'd have all kinds of flavors. Hey, <laughs> hey, you want some cherry meth? <laughs> yeah. This stuff is way better than the real stuff. But Some grapple heroin. <laughs> my concern is prescription drugs. Yeah. Like people self-treating with, you know, things a doctor should definitely be... Uh, prescribing or whatever. But it's the person's choice to fuck up their body. Yeah, I guess that's true. And if we decriminalize it, then we can allow more access to uh, rehab and state-funded help to get people off the drugs. And I guess it's kind of a given that children would still be required to get a prescription, like... But dumbass fucking parents will just do it, buy it for themselves and fucking give it to their kids. Well, I, well, you, you have a, it seems like a mixture of like really shitty parents and then also doctors who probably, I don't, I don't know. I question some of the stuff of giving this shit to kids, just even some of your ADHD type of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not good. I, I don't think it's good for kids. And I think a lot of these doctors, I think some, some doctors, I think are a little older. And a little dumb, mm-hmm. and they don't know. Like they're, you know, I, I, that's the only way that I have to just, I have to attribute it to them just being stupid. My going, uh, well, well, I mean, if their degrees from the '80s, fucking yeah, I'm sorry, they probably they're probably not some kind of chemist that put some of the stuff together and it, yeah. knows how it works. It's just like, well, we we usually uh, you know uh, give this to kids that have this, yeah, right, and then they, I'm I don't know. It's it it seems like too many kids are on these damn medications, but. I agree, maybe but and maybe it has no link to mass shootings. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> maybe this is all coincidental. Maybe these people feeling really isolated and alone, and and on these types of drugs, and having ADD or ADHD. You know, uh, maybe it's just a coincidence. Well, I would say it's more of society's focus on individualism instead of uh, community. Like more of a natural lifestyle of a human. Explain that thought to me, because I'm not sure if I As, uh, caught all of it. What, what yeah. were you? I mean, I understand. I understand what you said, but I did guess I didn't understand the link. Which part, like the negative aspect? Uh, well, like what's you talked happening? about the isolation of like someone who would want to commit a mass shooting, or the uh, different. I I don't think it's necessarily the Adderall or any <laughs> no. drugs they're on. No, I don't think maybe so either. antidepressants. I could see that. I don't different think so SSRIs. either. Different SSRIs. It could just be very well. Could just be correlation. Yeah, and 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 it's we're we're breeding we're uh, we're raising people that have some of these we're breeding uh, we're breeding people that have some breeding. of these antisocial behaviors. Then we're trying to treat them with things that don't exactly help them very well, and I think may even yeah. spur some of those suicidal thoughts and other things. And then we kind of push them out of society where they're just getting, you know, just sitting on the internet on four chan or eight chan in their basement. And yeah. then eventually they kill a bunch of people because they hate society and themselves. Yeah, I think there's a lot of <laughs> compounding factors in that. That's yeah, my it's... that's my opinion. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Oh true. yeah, I mean. And also we have a pretty high freaking population, so you're gonna get well, more 
mass shooters just because there's more people. That's that's the other piece. Like, and I know they'll be like, well, but you don't have these things happen in this country. Well, yeah, there's not as there's not as much access to guns. Sure, does access to guns. Does it make it more likely somebody can use a gun in a crime? Yeah, sure. Maybe, but you can also set fire you know, to a building. Sure, and then and they do that. Like they, Australia, after they banned uh, some guns, they haven't had. I don't think they've had any more mass shootings since that one major mass shooting. Since but they Port have Arthur. had, but they have had major arson. Yeah, <laughs> like more people can set fires, a bunch of people die. Well, more people I mean, what being are you ran do? over with cars. <laughs> yes. Now we're not actually here for this today. Oh yeah, we're actually here. Have you, before we get into like the whole the whole Bigfoot stuff? Yeah, how have you been doing? Well, I'm doing all right. But going have you been, do you watch commercials? Like, do you ever watch the ads on fa- on YouTube? No, I'm not a well? I'm not an idiot. I have YouTube Premium. Yeah, and, uh, you're missing out on some good stuff because I keep running into these Doctor Squatch. This squash. Oh, the soap. Doc, damn it! I just fucked up two times. Doctor Squatch soap and the the commercials are hilarious. Yeah, they're pretty good. So if you haven't seen them, they're they're pretty awesome. I've seen them. Have you seen all of them? What are you doing over there? I've seen your judging gaze, and here's the thing: I didn't pre-game at all, so I I gotta well, no. get there. No, no, no. I saw, but, well, no. The, I looked at you the one time because you were sucking so hard on that thing, and you sucked on it for so long. But then I it's heard one some of my like, talents. I heard some fiddling, and I figured it was you because you're like the fiddler on the roof over there with your. Oh, little... I was moving my mind. Oh, was you? yeah. Uh, was okay. He, so I was just watching him just to be sure. I just sat up in my chair and had to move it. But yeah, have you seen the Dr. Squatch commercials? They're hilarious. No, I have You should look them up because they're really funny and they're, they kind of have, I don't know. It's, I like it's good all Squatch-based content. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. it's supposed to be like this brand of natural soaps and things for men. Yeah. Um, and it was t- like one of them, it's like a... You know, you don't want to have dry balls. <laughs> it's just going on, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, it was so funny because I didn't expect it. And uh, yeah, you don't you don't want dry balls. No, I mean, like, not doc- like you know, not like dry. He didn't mean like you know, wet or dry, but yeah. like you don't want to have yeah. dried out balls. Well, yeah, right? you also don't want to have too sweaty of balls. Yes, yeah, and I think Doctor Squatch. I think it, I think it helps them. I actually I wear rubber underwear. Uh, it really seals in the flavor. <laughs> yeah, you know, gross. I'd be like just just in general, I like to be that sweaty and nasty. Oh yeah. I'm well. I'm already sweating. Where did da- Doctor Sasquatch get his PhD? <laughs> is, it, is this like a dad joke? Or is this like a? Uh, is this something you get on like bazooka gum or something? You guys probably never had bazooka gum. Oh, I, I had it a long time ago. Are you talking? Little... Are you talking about a Snapple cap? Well, because kind of. I think Same it's kind of similar. Concept. Well, we have like those little dad jokes in there. Is my must say? I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you, you guys want it to wasn't talk a setup if they, that's what you're asking yeah from my understanding you guys are like a, you guys are going out looking for Bigfoot is that what I'm understanding here uh, like you guys are do you have a name of your group is there like a it's not it's, it's not Squatchers a, Anonymous <laughs> is this a coalition you know I mean, no there are lots of coalitions there are actually really big organizations are they in each state? Just out of curiosity. Um, no, there's. Well, I didn't the, know if it was like a national because I know the national organization, whatever. Okay. It is, BF. What is it? BFRO. BFRO. Yeah, because okay. I follow it because of you. I think they have some international uh, stuff too. I didn't know maybe if they had state chapters. Where is my question? Oh yeah, like <laughs> okay, like a well, Mason type deal. Yeah. Let me let's pause super quick. Okay. I just want to point out that we're 11 minutes in and we're already talking about the topic. Well, let's That's go, crazy. Let's backtrack to mass shootings. I'm just joking. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um, just to clarify, because we never really said this explicitly, we're talking about Bigfoot. 
today. Yeah. Again. Bigfoot's actually the, the big topic here. Yeah. It's not mass shootings or Zach's sexuality or <laughs> selling in this flavor. Now, just to clarify, should we call them big feet or big foots whenever we refer it's, refer to multiple? It's actually big, big foots. foots. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Or, or I'm just because hoping they we're all on the they're same still page. individual, but they can't be plural just by themselves. Cause that would be weird, right? Yeah. But I guess we should mention you have a girlfriend now, don't you? Should we mention that at all? Oh, or should yeah, we that's leave fine. that alone? No, that's fine. She'd love it. <laughs> but, but will she, though? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm will just she worried. Even that, listen? Yeah, I'm worried that we'll mention it, and then you're going to say something in this, and then you're not going to have a girlfriend. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm not worried about that I saw at it. all. I saw that thing pop. You didn't even tell me. You guys went Facebook official, and you didn't tell me. Like, uh, I knew about her. Yeah. Um. But I didn't, you know, I, you know, I knew maybe maybe it was going to go that way. Then you became Facebook official, and then I had to, then I had to Facebook stalk, uh-huh. and I wouldn't have had to do that uh, if you'd have just uh, just told me and showed me what was up. I know I should have. Well, things moved relatively quickly, uh, and also my laptop broke, so we've been out of commission for two weeks. We usually text, Zach. I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. It's not I'm like sorry you contacted I, me on your I'm laptop. Sorry I I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Me. I'm kidding. It's fine. I'm not really offended by it. But she does look pretty cute, though. Like I told you, I texted you. I was like, I was like, hey, she looks pretty cute. Don't fuck this up. She's pretty cool. I approve. And she, I, I think that was my exact text. She's, yeah, she's beautiful. She's great. She's no, okay. You are so whipped already. Look at you. No, oh. it's I'm not. I'm like just joking. That. I'm just joking. Let's you get know. to Bigfoot. Oh, Zach, what's that on the ground? Are those are your balls? <laughs> yeah. He actually but, looked. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she's uh, she's great. I'm good. I I'm thrilled. Have you been honest with her about how 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 uh, some of the problems you've had? No, I'm not uh, messing with you. I'm oh, just yeah. with you. I'm just yeah, with you. Now should we turn off the mics so you can actually tell us how you feel? <laughs> no, uh, that's really uh, where I'm at. And Tyler did meet her before I asked her. I needed his approval. Well, at least one of your friends did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for my approval. But I mean, no, uh, yeah, I wasn't really expecting things to go this way. But uh, but you're glad that they did. I'm, this sounds. Like, I'm very glad. It sounds like you know, like you know, when you're when you're with a company and you have to say a bunch of good things about them because you're still with the company. This you know, is like, this that this is not the case. I gen- she's great. I couldn't be happier. Really? Why are you reading off cue cards? <laughs> <laughs> no. Really? I'm just joking. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I can tell you look happier. I don't know why you're smoking so much weed, but I mean, got a glow about you. Yes, <laughs> you, have a, you have a glow. It's not just the sweat this time either. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not just the sweat and oil. It's you have a, like a, you have a certain glow about you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, big. That's a radiation, actually. (laughs) That's different. Eating too many bananas. Uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Okay. And this is going to be serious because last time we had a a Bigfoot episode, but didn't go very well. So we're back. Yeah, and we didn't do the topic justice. Bigfoot to the masses. Yes. All right. Um, Give me a how all ten listeners. Is Bigfoot really real? Let's. let's Well, I want to start this with like pre like a very clear understanding. We are actually being serious. This isn't like the whole thing's not a joke. We'll make jokes, but about the actual topic, it's we're very serious. I'm not as serious. He's not as serious. 
this is your partner in crime over here. Yes. And he's saying he's not serious. And I just, I look in his eyes and I think he's being honest about not being very serious. I'm the, I'm the level-headed skeptic of the Bigfoot adventures. So you're skeptical, but you would still like to go kind of have adventures. Well, skeptical, skeptical to a point in that he, I still want to find a Bigfoot. He will, (laughs) he will pull me back. On what I will attribute yes. to Bigfoot, he's he, like, okay. When we're out looking for stuff, everything is assigned to him. No, it's not. Not everything. <laughs> everything. There's just a few. Now, now, Tyler, didn't didn't you say what was the reason why you wanted to find Bigfoot earlier? You said something about. Um, oh, I want to fuck Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, that's why I use mating calls to bring him in. Well, you know, there's actually like a a real Bigfoot erotica scene like it's a thing you know i bet if i bet there probably are books because there's all no, kinds of there like, are, there's, there's all kinds of are. dinosaur erotica books have you seen there's those? erotica about everything and they have yeah. like you, you can see the covers they're on they're on amazon and stuff and i guess it's big like there are people that buy this stuff because it's so funny oh yeah because it's it's giant dinosaurs there are also people who are fucking horny for it who like legit jerk off to this shit <laughs> there's a fetish for everything how, do we, how far do we want to go into this because i saw some other weird shit that i can talk about too that's not <laughs> I, bigfoot i want to let's keep from getting sidetracked yeah like, we're let's gonna, stay on bigfoot we're gonna we're being better okay host be better so but anyway with that pretext out of the way that i that it's not the whole thing's not a joke but it is sexual though right a little um, bit. Not <laughs> in a primal way. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, on some level, I understand that. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a part of me that gets it. Yeah. So, so you guys um, are going to go do an investigation. Well, I guess let's, before we get into that, let, I mean, oh. let's start, let's establish some basics of what we're actually talking about. Okay. I guess. So, obviously, like, no doubt Bigfoot's real. Okay. Uh, now, can I ask a question? Yeah. You, you want to lay out your whole no, platform first? No, 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 no. Uh, ask as many questions as you, okay. as you would like. On this, when you say Bigfoot is real, do you mean Bigfoot has existed in the last 100 years, 500 years, or exists today? Uh, well, I mean, both. He, exi- he I have uh, no doubt that they're still around, I don't think. Uh, do you think there's enough land, though, that's that's not been... Like, I know, I know there are places that are... That we don't go, where there are still tribes like in, mm-hmm. in South America that have never been contacted. You know that they they mm-hmm. caught on chopper, you know, a couple yeah. times, and they'll come out and throw spears at a you know helicopter or something like that. And they but they just try to leave them alone. I get there's places we don't go, but do you think there's enough land for something that big that could live there? There's so be- many dense forests in the Northwest and and all over the country. Uh, we have yeah like. A insane uh, proportion of how much public federal land there is, but yeah, like I Montana, mean, most of that state is uninhabited, and the forests are thick up there. The, the the question I would ask to that though is, are there any primates that are in the north or south? Well, maybe South America. There, well, there's humans. There's no primates in North America, but there's except, none in North America except though, one. Right? Well, I mean, other than what you think about, well, I mean, whatever about humans, but like, except well, you're two. just talking about humans, right? What are you, what are you no, Bigfoot. I mean, as far as non-human primates. Because what would you think? I mean, I guess my question is going to be is, what do you think this would be? Like, if this was a Bigfoot, 
is this a is this a missing link? Is this a piece of of uh, some kind of split? Um, I would say it's an offshoot of a missing link. Yeah. Um, you know, which I sort think, of divergent which I do think exists at some point. Path. I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna argue because I think that's very possible that it did exist, and I think this is why this prevails today is because stories were passed down from shit like this happening yeah. from humans within the last hundred thousand years. I, I very much believe that. I one hundred percent believe there was at least a Bigfoot tribe in North America thousands of years ago. Because um, a lot of Native American tribes have stories of Bigfoot every where they're just, these native, are our neighbors. Every Native people, with almost without exception, has uh, has references to uh, at least a, some, a Bigfoot-like creature. Now, and you would know this partially because you're Native American. Yeah. Right? And, and to be clear to them, you will see this on light on paintings with like wolves and deer to them. It's just, it's just real. It's just there. It's just another animal that's, that's out there. And you don't think it's just a mythological story that they would tell, you know, to scare children or something like that. I mean, I, you know, I know there's some, I mean, I'm sure there's some teachings associated with it. Well, they seem to differentiate their, mythology and their natural understanding of what's around them. Like if Bigfoot's listed with all the native wildlife that they have painted on their stuff, then and the mythology would be in a separate spot. And we tell their handed down stories. We talk about North American native, North American native Americans. We're, we're, we're solely talking about North America right now. Yeah, I'm not. Do we're we, not trying to address like, you know, the Yeti or like Orang Pendek from. Yeah, uh, the reason I'm the reason I'm uh, differentiating is because, and I and I don't know this. I'm not sure what primates have ever been in North America, but most most Native American tribes would never have. They would never come into contact with anything like this because a lot no. of those monkeys, apes, a lot of those things would have never been here and they would have never dealt with them Yeah, yeah. since migration. Uh, since the, no, this know, is like, the only one they've dealt with. Well, there are like finger-sized monkeys in South America. I can't yeah. remember what they're called, but they're really tiny. The little cute ones? Yeah, yeah. The ones <laughs> no, that can hang are. on your yeah, yeah, I've seen that kind of stuff. There are monkeys all up in South America. Yeah. I mean, the Amazon rainforest is there. Well, sure. It's true. Sure, I'm, I'm saying like in North America. Further north. Maybe, I mean, maybe there was, but it seemed like the... wouldn't be. Uh, but. I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to look at some history stuff just to, just to see because I'm yeah. just curious. Uh, but as, as far as going back to like what, what it is, um, it's a, I, my, uh, in, my instinct, okay, my in, like in, inclination uh is that it, it is some kind of primate. Now, that being said, that's a very divisive statement in the Bigfoot community, which we are not a part of. Uh, Why is that a divisive statement? I don't, I don't understand that. <clears throat> there are the, there's a big portion of, of you know, Bigfoot people uh, who think it is some kind of relic hominid. Uh, like something like uh, Neanderthals oh, or... okay, I see know. what you're saying. So you're saying 
that you're arguing that it's a much later offshoot and they're arguing it's a much earlier offshoot that got kind of isolated and stayed in that and, and for whatever reason never evolved past they're, whatever the, they are. Yeah, they're implying that it is closer to humans than it is to, say, gorillas. I actually, personally, if I thought that it ever happened, I would make the same argument that, 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 that it would have been closer to a human, but I also would argue that it happened much longer ago, that it's not, yeah. not going on today. Because yeah. that makes more sense, and that's cooler. That's way yeah, cooler. Yeah, like it evolved <laughs> separately. That's way cooler idea. Uh, I mean, you know, you know when the first uh, mention of Bigfoot in literature is? In the very first piece, in the Epic of Gilgamesh, one of the main characters is, well, he's a wild man covered in hair, and he's very tall. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously it's not explicit, but, I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. You know, I just want to point out, if you ever look at, if you ever look at uh, when they do like re- when they, when they try to show you what uh, some ancient person they found looked like, right, 15, 20, 30, 40,000 years ago, anytime when they've tried to remake them, they kind of do look a little Bigfootish. Yeah. Now, typically, they're only like five foot tall or something, you know, but uh, right. or maybe even less. But they have that feature. Like, if they had enough hair on them, they would probably look like some kind of, like, standing upright ape. Yeah. Um, in some of those cases. Uh, no. Uh, well, I think, I think that obvi- it's obvious they do. Because I fully believe that the Patterson-Gimlin footage from the 50s is completely real. That's the, that's the black and white one with the... No, it's not black and white. It's not black and white. I know which no. one you're talking That's from the 50s? Yeah. Yeah, it's from uh, 1956. Oh, I thought that was from like the 70s. Because it's color, and it yeah. doesn't look... I mean, it's a little grainy, but it, it, it does. I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about it. I did it, watch it. It's a, a pretty good video. I'm, I watched I'm, a documentary on it, but I don't remember what they said. I'm pretty sure it's 1956. It, look, it does look pretty good. Um, um, and a lot of versions of it nowadays are stabilized, which helps but i think the original footage is still really good yeah i i definitely uh okay sorry 1967 oh that's right i was thinking it was closer to the 70s that makes a little more sense we're in the 70s because yeah i mean i don't think color tv was even out that's what i was gonna say because i because i think um what was it uh wizard of oz was the first movie that was ported over into color and that was in the 50s wasn't it Mm mm-hmm and I think even in the fifties, maybe I'm maybe I'm off on this, but they used to still do the color with like the red, green, blue, but they mm-hmm. they would put the actual they'd have the actual colors on there. Yeah. So you'd see color, but you were only seeing the one color, you know, like three different colors. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Before they had color TVs. I actually mm-hmm. don't even know what that's called. Uh, seems like I should. But uh yeah, no, I no one you know, it seems like everyone thinks this, but it's absolutely not true. No one has been able to debunk that footage. Or find anything suspicious about it. Um, there's this guy, Bob Hieronymus, who said he was the guy in the suit. He was completely lying. It's been proven a hundred times. They they lived in the same town, but they weren't friends. They, he, I mean, he was completely lying. Uh, so, Would you like to clarify? There's a, a myth going around that one of the people who took the footage admitted it was fake. Yeah, that was Bob Hieronymus. Oh, okay. Uh, he said he was the guy in the suit that he was oh, there. That's the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. Um, but it's been analyzed by like many experts many times. They've never been able to uh, 
find anything that's suspicious or proves that it's fake. And at the same time, this was 1967. Think about the special effects capabilities they had in 1967 in film, but, in cinema. But they were really good at making, a, what is it called, um, practical effects. We were pretty good at practical effects at the time. Yeah, but if you, if you watch the footage, if you watch it closely, you can actually see the muscles rippling. When it when it moves. See, I, I watched an old. It was an old documentary. Well, I don't even know how big it was. It was whatever. Um, but they one of the things they focused on. It was probably like fifteen years. I ago. believe. I believe they focused that one on the was leg. They focused on how the eight, leg moves eight. when it walks, and the way yeah, like in the way the muscles didn't just the, just the way that it walked, and how hard it would be to uh, to uh, to try to fake that, and then also the amount of pressure on the because it was their footprints as well. I can't remember. Uh, yes, they did cast. And, yeah, because they were prints. they were trying to they were trying to make those footprints, but with somebody who has like a regular size foot and try to remake them, but they couldn't because yeah. because of something whatever. It wasn't the right, uh, they also have uh, weight displacement. Yeah. Cast, I believe, of them like stomping into the ground trying to make depressions, and they can't they can't get it anywhere near that deep. So at the same time, if a guy if it was a person in a suit, they would also have to have a couple hundred pounds of additional weight to make those impressions as as could deep a, as they were. Could have been a really fat guy. And I will <clears> actually <throat> say, uh, Les Stroud, the guy who does Survivor Man, he did a season where he uh, looked at this Bigfoot question. And he hired, he wanted to fake some footprints and present them to a Bigfoot footprint expert mm. and see if they could tell that his was a hoax. He spent about $20,000 from hiring a special effects company for movies that uh, to get him to make him these fake prints. Uh, so, I mean, this cost him lots of money. And he brought uh, his cast uh, and... It took about five minutes of looking at him before this guy was like, "This one is fake." So, what? and and by the way, that guy is Dr. Jeff Meldrum. He's the I believe he's a professor of anthropology uh, at I believe Iowa State. The I mean, there's a couple. Kind of, I'm kind of losing my thought here. But, oh uh, wait, real about, quick, I want to get back to the foot thing. I can explain that. Bigfoot feet have what's called a mid-tarsal break. <laughs> so it it's like a break between the the uh like hump behind your toes. The metatarsals? Yes. It's 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 a break where in the con like the peak of your the concave shape of a foot. So their feet I, I can't I'm making hand things but you can't see them uh so they have an additional joint uh that flexes in their foot and that's why they're uh that's why their feet look so different that's why they move so different but i mean here's here's my problem with what you just said and this is why i laughed initially is because how many how many uh, videos do you think that we have of any big foots (laughs) That are that would be real, just the one, because if you're going off just the one, and you're saying, and you, it seems like you're you're uh, extrapolating too much from potentially one video. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not 
extrapolating. I haven't seen a lot of other videos that seem to be very good quality. Not, that was the only yeah. one that's like a. I'm not extrapolating the mid tarsal break thing from that video. I, I'm extrapolating that from uh, you know hundreds of footprint casts. This is a common feature, um, and you can tell you can tell where it is and the way the foot moves. And in many casts, at least now, that you can actually, they can actually capture dermal ridges, which are the things that make your fingerprints and your mm. footprints. So, I've heard part of this too before, and I've seen some of that, uh, like that examination. Yeah, on, there are the dermal ridges in some of them, which if, if we're going to say they're not real, I mean, that is... That's a rid I think that was I think that was part of the issue because you wouldn't get those rid like if there wasn't enough weight, like let's say if you just had your foot in there, the sides of it the sides of that big foot wouldn't do it. It wouldn't put those ridges in there because it wouldn't be enough weight to push it down and make that impression. And um, at the same time like yeah. uh they've been documented to have stride lengths of up to like sixty inches or farther. Damn. Uh I don't know how some guy in wood feet is gonna is gonna get that stride. It, that I mean, that's a really long way to have single footprints where it's obviously can taking do, steps. Can you do it on stilts? Hypothetically, <laughs> I don't think, no. I'm just trying to. I don't think to, could because uh, no, it would straighten your legs. When Lester Rob tried to tried stilts. to fake it, he did end up having to put stilts on them. Um, and yeah, you <clears> could you could do that. That would put more weight on the back end of your feet, not the. But. Or at least well, for your forward. Dispenser, yeah. also, I, know, I know you're not. A, I know you're not a scientist, and I know you're not an anthropologist. But technically, well, okay, you, by you way, are a scientist. We are but I mean, I mean, like you're not an anthropologist. Uh, we are both scientists. But I'm about to ask a question that maybe you may not know the answer to. Okay, I can. Because you're can talking do my about best. you're talking about the foot and the metatarsal and whatever the difference is, right? Yeah. Are there any known apes, or are there any fossils of any yes. hominids that had that similar? Brain. Absolutely. We actually used to have this. It's something we lost okay, over, so you're saying, over so the years. Uh, so then by saying, by how long, do you have any idea how long ago that was? Uh, because no. We still have um, the in, like relic kind of weird, for, I don't know what the fuck, but uh, you can <laughs> see where it used to be. Um, and chimpanzees, gorillas, all the great apes they do they have mid tarsal okay. breaks. Okay, and maybe I should be smarter and know the difference between human feet and ape feet, but I don't. That's not. There's, there's a lot of things I study. It's not necessarily one of them. Uh, so would it be, or would it be like the uh, apes how they can pick stuff up with their feet? That's the bend type deal. Um, well, I mean, they also have longer toes that are prehensile yeah. in those cases. Um, I I see no reason to think that Bigfoot feet are prehensile or they can yeah. use them see, in that way. Here's in terms of what I believe is possible, and the size because typically they say the size is. I mean, it's super human, I think, right? I think they're generally an adult is between six and nine feet on the larger side. Because here's my thing about about part of that, which is a possibility mm -hmm. in. Uh, that super fauna era of well, it was right around the last end of the last ice age. It was the Pleistocene. Yes. Yeah. Like twelve thousand BC. It was, it was the um, one before the last ice age, so it was fairly recent. You had some. You had some eight to ten foot bears. You had mm -hmm. some other. There was a bunch of megafauna. Two thousand pound sloths. 
Uh, there's all kinds of really big things, yeah. right? So, you know, in, in my head, it's like, well, okay, this could be a possibility of something else that could have existed with as big as it is. Because like today, you don't get, you just don't get a lot of that. There's just not a lot of big animals left on land. Well, there's some, but there's not a lot of like 10 foot. In that stuff. period, by the way, you also had a species called Gigantopithecus, who was, who is the largest ape to have ever existed. I believe it, they were like in the 10 to 12 foot range. See, in, yeah, and that's why I kind of like, okay, because I can believe some of this because people would go, oh man, it was a sloth as, you know, as big as can you see sloths today? And you're like, well, that can't yeah. exist. Yeah. And then they find yeah. them in their caves, right? And then they find these 2,000 pound sloths, and that's crazy. And I was seeing, yeah. I was watching something the other day, and it was just, I can't remember exactly what it was though, but it was some other just crazy sized animal because everything was just crazy, you know, like, uh, and you have the big old walking, you know, birds, you know, that just go around yeah. and eat the shit out of stuff. Like it's, it's just, it's nuts the size of everything at the time. Yeah. So I could believe it even 12,000 years ago when, and that these stories were passed on. So that's why I, th I think if I were guessing, I'd say they're probably dead. I hate to tell you this, but I think it probably came from that era and it was pushed on down. Um. And that's where these things come I from. I hate to break up the party, but I have to pee real bad. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys <laughs> keep it rolling. You got, What? You keep it real, rolling? Uh, they found, uh, I was reading, I think a couple of days ago, they found a mammoth fossils in uh, Central America. I, know, I knew there'd been some, I think they found some as, as far down South America, haven't they? It I might have been had. South America. Uh, no, um, I, I didn't see the news story, but I try to keep, I try to keep track of this stuff. On the super beasts and some of the things, because it's just crazy. You yeah, know? it's and really interesting. You know, because people, you know, they'll, and I'm not a, I don't know, if you're, I don't know if you're Christian or not Christian, but people go like, oh, there couldn't have been giants, there couldn't have been really big people. Yeah. But, you know, or, or there was a really big this or a really big that, and everybody goes, ah, it's just an old wives' tale. And then you start finding all this stuff, and it's not that it, long ago. Yeah. And some of this stuff is huge, and it's just on land. And, you know, people were obviously, there wasn't a whole lot of humans at the time. That, yeah that posed a threat because nature used to have so much. So my guess is if these things would have existed, it's possible we would have killed them or taken their habitat yeah. away. Which, I mean... Although that long ago, human population density was so sparse and spread yes. out, it could just be that they were isolated from us as we were from other tribes. Yeah. Um, I think that's a possibility, and I like that whole, I like that whole era in general. Yeah. Just because it's neat. It wouldn't have been, I don't think it would have been very fun to live in because it would have been so deadly <laughs> and scary. But See, I go back and forth because most uh, communities would have a, uh, that lifestyle that they lived yeah. was trial and error of thousands of years of, uh, I, I don't know what to call it, but. Well, even when you when you think about it, maybe it's the same point. When you think think about all the ideas of like, what are uh, natural, like, you know, some kind of natural herb that might help with whatever. Yeah. And all the people that had to test this shit. Oh, yeah. And how this got passed down. And now my guess is through, through evolution, they knew, like, they could they could either, like, it was, like, that information was basically passed down through evolution um, yeah. in some way. And it wasn't, so it wasn't necessarily just like me or you just sitting there like, well, I think <laughs> this might kill me. But I think there was, like, either scents or colors or, which I know some of it had to do with colors anyway, of being able to see ripe fruit yeah. and things like that. So it makes... It makes sense in some ways. Uh, right some before evolution. I left, you were talking about mammoths. Yeah. And I just want to add in an uh, interesting little tidbit. When the, uh, I believe, I, it was either the Spanish or the Portuguese or maybe the French. 
when they came over in the 1500s and started interacting with uh, uh, your people, native, uh, yeah, the indigenous uh, population. The white devils came over. Yeah, um, there are multiple uh, journal entries found from that that actually talk about big hairy elephants, implying that somehow American mastodons, which is what was here. It might have been bones they found. I don't know survived. if it was a fossil that they found of the mammoth. Uh, it was really recent, well, this week. The last, allegedly, the last population went extinct. It was an isolated population on an island uh, that went extinct 10,000 years ago. Now, do I think that's a possibility? Yes. Mm -hmm. do, well, but the things I'd have to look into is how big is the island? How deep is the water? Because around 10,000 years ago... No, they have fossil was, evidence of that. That's like... Oh, okay. What, so, that's, so that's the our, official yeah. story. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Part. No, that's not a... But yeah, yeah I, guess that, I guess that'd be true anyway, because I knew it was around that same megafauna time period. But, so that'd be close. But the thing about paleontology is it only takes one new fossil sure. to rewrite the whole story. Well, and that's the problem, because we do have... And one thing people who are like... Uh, you know, who push back against evolution, they always talk about the fossil record. Our fossil record isn't great. I mean, like, we have a lot, but, we, but imagine how much we're missing. Our right? knowledge about the natural world is incomplete. It's estimated that we've actually only discovered 50% of the species on Earth. Oh, I'm sure it's less than that. <laughs> no, and I, would I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's much higher than that. And, well, I mean, yeah, you're talking about missing. I was talking about the same thing, but I was saying that in terms of what we discovered, I'm mm -hmm. saying we've probably actually discovered a much lower percentage. Like, there's so much we don't know. I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never, I never properly addressed it, but you brought it up a couple of times about how this is such a big creature and supporting that. So there are two things. Yes, it is 100% absolutely possible to sustain that big of a creature. Proven. Okay. Bears weigh several hundred pounds. Sure. Moose weigh up to a thousand pounds. Elk are several hundred well, this pounds. This would probably and be like a nuts. Yeah, these are very large creatures that are sustained with no problem. But then, like almost nobody's seen them, though. That's the problem. Like, so either the population is so small and so isolated that you're not seeing it. That I'm guessing they very they live very solitary type of lifestyles. It'd be very few. So the possibility of going extinct would probably actually, be there yeah, anyway. Don't think they're solitary. And also, not everyone if, in that time period had access to paper or even the ability well, sure. to write. Oh, I thought he, so I, they might not have been journaling there. Sure, uh, I think he was talking about today, though. Oh, today? No, yeah. Oh, okay. I think he's talking about today because well, oh, gotcha. then I, I would. I, I'm on. I'm kind of on board with that. Well, even because yeah. there's a lot of weird shit. Even 500, 700 years ago, there's still I, some weird stuff because the population, human population. Is I smaller. wasn't necessarily implying that mastodons were still around today. No, no, you're talking about the, I was talking, talking about, about the, yes. it's interesting. They may have been around 500 years ago. Which is relatively close. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not that that couldn't, I mean... But, I, you know, on, I, I'm not super passionate about it, but I do not write off the idea that there might be a herd left somewhere. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, I wish, but I think that would probably be impossible. Siberia is a vast wilderness that so few people uh, go into. Basically, no one lives there. That's a huge, relatively unexplored place. But they need food, though. Yeah, and, and there are other creatures that survive there. There are bears that yeah. live there uh yeah, there are bears and 
other things. Are there smoke breaks on this show? <laughs> I think I think if you guys need it, I mean, you could probably take it. I mean, and then we can pick back up. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is a good stopping point. I think. Okay, then we can kind of then we can kind of hone in on more of the Bigfoot stuff when we get back. Yeah, I want to. We'll move back. Maybe get into some more like characteristics about what it is, and and why we haven't seen it very often. Oh, I can talk about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, we will be right back. This is a break for us, but you won't even know. It won't even sound like we had a break. Yeah. <laughs> were we not recording? Okay, now we're recording. Were we recording before? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Sorry. You said you're... Well, I don't know why you did it that quickly, because we're not even ready. We're, uh, Jesse, no, here's the thing. This makes it more organic. Oh, this is organic yeah. as shit. This is organic. This is a fucking organic show then. Oh, yeah. We're straight out to the ground. Farm to table. Okay. Uh, let's get back into it. I just want to address the big questions that it seems like people have. So I think Jesse has some. No, if, if, if Bigfoot's real, uh-huh. how come we haven't found one? How come we have no fossils? How come we have nothing? Well... I want to. I also want to say what I was talking about earlier, Gigantopithecus. We only have a few teeth of that of that animal, and that's the entire fossil record so far. And we're talking about a gigantic ape. Okay, but you know, so. Okay, <laughs> if if something is the if, if they, if they are alive today, how come we haven't how come we haven't found one okay. that has died anywhere? Hunter, there's um, also not a whole lot of archaeological expeditions in the north. Oh, there's also not a whole lot of archaeological like dig sites in the northwest of America. I mean, you have to understand that we're talking about thousands of hectares of uninhabited land of pure forest um that people rarely go um and it's and there are pockets like that all over the country of just vast swaths of land that are not inhabited by people that are people rarely go to uh and so there there's no doubt that you know if something wanted to stay hidden there's there especially in the United States and Canada there are so many excellent uh, you know opportunities for that it's it's extremely possible especially cuz you know based on based on all the evidence so far um i think we're talking about a pretty low population size uh i would say you know there are estimates but I think we're probably looking at a thousand to anywhere up to about five thousand individuals. If this was, because I mean, this would be pretty big business, right? If you found something like this, mm-hmm. why wouldn't the governments be looking for them? Like, I mean, if, if this the, was if this was in the United States or in Canada, the FBI did. There are declassified uh, stuff on their website. Like 1950s and 1970s uh, kind of stuff? After the <laughs> Patterson, it was in the 70s, I believe, or the 80s, that they did look into it. Um, in one of the original Army field guides, Bigfoot was in there. 
uh, about the creatures you could encounter. But nothing ever found. And what do you, did you read well, any information? Did they come up with any kind of a? Did they come to a conclusion? Um, uh, no, I do want to say I don't. I disagree with nothing ever found. I think we have had bodies, uh, multiple. Um, I there allegedly the British Indian Army recovered a body. Um, in the 1920s and it was sent to um, some kind of admiral uh, in the Navy and uh, it hasn't been seen since so the body has not reappeared uh, but it but it existed at some point um, I think I also think that people have shot them um, and probably killed them. Uh, but I don't think, uh, I think that's pro it's probably a pretty terrifying experience and I can't imagine they're thinking about sticking around and collecting the specimen. But it at, seems the, like at the same time, like I said, I don't think they're solitary. I think, I think they live in some kind of family unit. Most Great apes do, chimpanzees, gorillas. They all travel in troops. Um, almost all monkeys are, monkeys and apes are social animals. And I would assume they would have to be of fairly high intelligence to be able to avoid human contact. I think, I think um, that's definitely part of the puzzle because... I don't think they would be quite as intelligent as humans, but maybe a midpoint between apes and humans i think i think part of the part of the reason you know we don't see them very often that we haven't been able to find them is that these are creatures with an extremely high level of intelligence almost to the point of you know something people might not be comfortable with uh that that is I'm not saying equivalent to like humans. We're we talking about Planets of the Apes kind of shit. No, <laughs> uh, I need to know right now. <laughs> but but yeah, I think they're I think they're intelligent beyond what we th thought was possible. Do you, I mean this is kind of a broad question, but this is a this is a fairly large animal, right? Correct. How many large animals have we discovered recently that lives now? You know what I mean, like. It seems to be large animals. We, we typically discover them pretty quickly. The things we end up finding randomly that we, we make new discoveries are frogs and well, turtles yeah, and sure. things that are small that can hide and that are in dense places that you don't really see. Well, I mean, gorillas were only discovered in the last century. Um, and Is that true? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, are you sure? Yes. At least really. as far as... As far as Western oh. discovery. As far as like scientific discovery, it was a it was treated like a big joke in the zoological community. Like people were ousted because yeah. of their gorilla stuff until they <clears throat> until they found one. Hmm. Um, Which okay, it, it does make a, it makes some sense in the idea that even like in the last like fifty to seventy years, the population on Earth is more than doubled, or at least the population in the United States is more than doubled. Yeah. And you keep going back. I mean, and eventually you get to a quite a small you get to quite a small population with a lot of natural land. 
and there'll be a lot more possibilities for things and and big things to hide. So that makes yeah. sense. Um, and like I said, and you're talking about you just to make sure you I understand what you're talking about. You were talking about gorillas specifically. Gorillas specifically. So there was there was mm-hmm. monkeys. It was like little stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, hey yeah. guys, no, I'm talking about gorillas. These things don't exist. There's these, and obviously these are not big and they're not yeah. scary. Like you're just you're just trying to scare us with this stuff. No, I mean, as far as Bigfoot goes, I I have no reason to believe they're scary or or well, aggressive in any way. That I mean, that's apes, well, I, a lot of apes are very scary and very aggressive. And it, <laughs> gorillas it are gorillas are extremely non-aggressive. Like seriously, wild like gorillas. Like you could go into the wild with them and they rip your face you off. You can approach wild troops of gorillas. I mean, you can't. I would not do that. You though. can't. You obviously you don't want to be. You want to be so, yeah. slow so and calm. Yeah, they're so powerful but, they will just rip you and annihilate you. But they will. And, and the thing about gorillas and the other great apes is they're so curious. Yeah, they want to know what things are. They like if you sit still, they're gonna come up and look at you and probably touch you, and try and figure out what's going on. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna hold you and squeeze you and pat you. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually they Elmira you to death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then they eat your face. But but no, they're they're very friendly most of the time as long as you don't do something. Okay, like and it's easy to classify like behaviors of animals, but. Animals can vary individual to individual as far as behavior goes. Take an individual yeah, look yeah. At, at animals in general. Yeah, I mean. It's like, I mean, well, look at humans. There's some humans that are exactly. very docile. Yeah. And there's some humans that are very aggressive. Well, I mean, yeah, and I, I agree. that It's true. It's true. I, well, I agree. I mean, when we're talking about more intelligent creatures, when we're talking about, you know, the great apes, monkeys, mm-hmm. uh, even even dolphins and whales and pigs. Um, they, uh, I think they're, and even dogs and cats, which are not very intelligent. Uh, you take that back. They're, uh, and when you get into the higher, you know, rungs of intelligence, there's obviously, uh, at least some kind of personality associated yeah. with each individual. Um, so, I mean, I, that's true in that. There, there probably are ones that are more aggressive than others. And but a lot I, of that is how, what their life was like, what their situation has been. It, yeah. Like, yeah. If, if their wives cheated on them, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> they could have been through a lot of trauma. I or, mean, or if some humans came and killed a gorilla's family. Well, I'm sure that gorilla would fucking hate humans. I would. I would imagine. Due to gene memory, that would be mm-hmm. somewhat true. But, in, but in terms of in terms of these, uh, in terms of uh, Bigfoot, these kind of animals, mm-hmm. this species or whatever, yeah. Um, why wouldn't they be social then? Because you're talking about no, a lot of apes being very I said, social. I do think they're social. Uh, I think they ha- are organized in troops, just like chimps or gorillas. Uh, orangutans are relatively solitary. No, no, they're kind of an exception. They can be social, but also cautious. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is possible. I mean, it is possible that a very small number of them yes. could stay yeah. hidden because there and, are times where it's like, oh, we just rediscovered this animal that have been certain tigers. Would be like, well, we didn't know any more of them lived in the wild. Yeah, and yeah. every once in a while, you get you get things about okay, 
Um, the the issue with some of those though is usually they're an animal that we already knew about and we had had recorded records of. Two years ago, they uh, there was they uh, proved uh, they recorded um, a Tasmanian Zanzibar right? leopard, oh. uh, which had been extinct for over a hundred years. Is that the one with the black and white stripes on it, too? Or like it, some kind it of stripes? Looks, on it does look a little different. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, and then they found one. Hmm. Uh, and then there's uh, the coelacanth, which is a fish. And uh, it it went extinct, according to the fossil record, 60 million or 20 million years ago. And then in the 70s, we found one, a whole population. Well, with a sea, I mean, because I almost, I almost went to the sea a second freshwater ago. Fish. Oh, the freshwater. Oh, okay. yeah. Because I was going to say, if it had to do with the ocean, I was going to say, well, that's kind of because you know they used to even even when I was younger, they were they were like ah, giant squid. You know, do these things? Oh, was yeah. it giant squid or was it the? Uh, yeah, or, um, uh, colossal squid is what you're talking squid. about. Yeah. Colossal they were like, ah, squid. These actually exist. Were a myth until we found one. Until we found, which was only a couple of years ago. But then I was just going to make the different, you know, the differentiation of okay, it's the sea. <laughs> The, the ocean is very large. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we don't really, you know, in terms of mapping things out and knowing that all species are there. And, uh, that's yeah, more no. difficult to do. There are all kinds of species. There are just boatloads of species in the ocean, big and small, that we don't we don't know exist yeah. or we think don't exist anymore that are still around. The oceans are so vast and so deep and they're very difficult to explore and they're incredibly difficult to explore sure um but right now we're talking about eight to ten foot apes yeah yeah or oh, that brings us into the aquatic I, 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 theory i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't see i no eight to ten I, I i i think it's full grown in the in the six to nine Kind of at oh, the yeah, max. You did, you'd say six and nine. I, I don't think there are like ten and twelve foot individuals. That really doesn't seem seem very likely to me. So what do you mean, like like six foot? How many? How much pounds? What do you think? Um, like just a couple, well, like almost human like, like no, in terms of in terms no. of build or more like well, more like great ape like. Yeah, great apes are very dense. So, but also more that walk that they walk a little more upright. What are we looking at? Are we looking? Are we talking about like that video you were talking about earlier? Yes. Where he's yeah. Kind of, he's, you know, he looks like he mostly just walks up. Right? They're bipedal, uh, at least primarily. Um, there's some sometimes things, they do a crab walk. There's some things that suggest that juveniles. And younger uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, uh, do utilize their, do walk on all fours to a certain extent. Just like, I mean, just like small children, humans. You crawl until you can walk. So, but primarily an adult uh, would, is bipedal, yeah. You know... <laughs> How, in terms of the community, you know how big the community is in America. For As for like for Bigfoot and Bigfoot enthusiasts, you have a. I'm like, cause here's my my question is is like why you know because I'm I'm assuming these people, and I know because there's shows there's major shows that make millions of dollars. And by the way, people are looking for Sasquatch, but they yeah. haven't found anything. Uh, I just want to briefly address much. finding Bigfoot is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's a show. That's a show I was talking Just, about. It is complete nonsense. Now, I will say uh, two of those guys are actually very 
very good investigators, but it was also a show. And, you know, they had to get ratings. And you can't find Bigfoot or the show will end. um, (laughs) But, yeah, and the Bigfoot community is uh, actually quite large. It's a very taboo topic uh, for some reason. So a lot of people don't really want to talk about it. Uh, but it's a, it's extremely large. The BFRO, I believe, has uh, like over a thousand members. Is, I don't they mostly focus on the Northeast, though? They do focus on the Pacific Northwest. You, okay, so you because you're ta- you keep mentioning the Pacific Northwest, but I thought they were talking about the Northeast before. At least uh, I thought they were no, talking about no that. Pacific Northwest. At least is what is perceived. So what are we looking at here? We're looking at like now Montana, I will say, Washington. No, I completely disagree with that idea. I think they have a have a extremely wide distribution. I don't think they're relegated to that specific environment. I think they're incredibly intelligent, adaptable, um, and I I think. You know, so they have a very okay. wide so, so spread. I would say if we did find a large okay. population, it would be in the Pacific Northwest. Possibly. Uh, so, there's okay. a good chance so, of that. So uh, what yeah. we're really talking about here is not really necessarily Sasquatch or that kind of idea. Or possibly up in Canada. Canada is huge and relatively just, uninhabited. Are you just talking about just another species of great apes yeah. that does yeah. exist. Yes, absolutely. That's not necessarily tied to you know our um, great ape myths, but just just more species of great apes because that could be very possible. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm talking. But saying about, that they live up in like they say the Pacific Northwest, that seems to be that's what that's what I'm focusing on. So that's yeah. what I'm saying when I'm saying like eh, I don't know about this because I I haven't I would I would need something, um, <laughs> you know, um, to come out that anything lives there because I don't yeah. know of any great apes or any apes at all that live here. No, there aren't right. any, except except that one. And that's what like how would I mean like but you know, just you know, you know I, mean, I just want to say Zach and I know I have kids, okay. but two year olds are hard to keep track of. Sure. So you get one of these little great ape families and their two year old yeah. gets out. You know, sometimes they crawl out the door or something like that or walk out the door. You know. It seems like one of these apes would cross the like, well, like there'd be an ape somewhere, right? There, you know? there, are, there are lots of car sightings where they do cross the road. Um, but also, uh, you know, if you look at orangutans, chimpanzees, young, young, you know, young ones are basically within five feet of their mom for quite a while. Um, now, once they get a little older, I do think the juveniles are more uh curious are more curious a little more reckless uh in that i like it's almost like they haven't learned everything completely where are you pulling this from though because you're talking about something that, that i'm not sure well, knowledge well of. it's just is this just, is this just are you just theorizing no i mean i'm uh, well yes and no or you're kind of pulling from other I'm, great apes i'm pulling well i'm pulling from other great apes because uh, just to be completely clear i'm talking about an absolutely natural biological creature somewhere in the great ape family most likely at least that's how i feel there i mean that's what i see but uh i'm not talking about fucking interdimensional time traveling creatures they're not fucking aliens none of that horse do you think aliens put them here no they are not supernatural in any rest of us in any capacity 
the good old fashioned way. And are you also theorizing that this this is a closer relative than any of the other apes that are on? Um, I would say they're at the very least farther down the line, the most developed. What do you keep looking at? Oh, I thought I heard. Is something. your drug supplier coming by? No, no. Uh, but, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he brought the drugs. Yeah. Uh, I leave cocaine on my porch just to see if Bigfoot will come by. But I do think uh, the population is far more distributed than that. I still think it's incredibly low. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're, if you're talking about large great apes, well, species just, just that have to, not been discovered, I would say yes. Now, when you say that they haven't been discovered in the Pacific Northwest, I go, mm. well, uh, he, I don't know how how migratory apes are, and then you would I have don't to think, like. I'm not that saying back. they're. I'm not saying they're migratory. I think you'd almost have to link it back though to migratory, like when there was still like a land bridge. No, and these things are not. The water. not. Well, it would be closer to like hunter gatherers, where when they run out of food in one area, they would move on. I, but no, I don't think they're migratory. I mean, look at the distribution of black bears in this country. There are black bears everywhere from the far north down to uh, the south in Florida. And there are even fucking bears in Missouri all throughout the, uh, in the Ozarks, all through Tennessee and Kentucky and north and south Carolina. They have a crazy, uh, have distribution. Uh, And they can do well in all sorts of environments. Are we talking about herbivore or carnivore? Omnivore. I think. Omnivore. I think I they're mean, a little. What, sorry, I, I should have said omnivore. I think they're you know omnivorous. Just like all, because most most great apes are right. Well, uh, chimps chimps are. I'm not sure. Uh, gorillas are herbivores. Is eating bugs considered? Um, yeah, that would be omnivorous. carnivorous. Yeah. yeah okay. But no, I think they're omnivorous. I think that's. I think that pretty much has to be the case, just to get the caloric intake. Uh, that they would need they now live on a diet of psychedelic mushrooms now also bears eat shitloads of berries and all kinds of shit like that you know they're omnivorous they primarily do eat uh plants mm-hmm. and berries and stuff like that uh and there's more than enough to sustain uh you know thousands if not tens of thousands of bears uh in the in the united states alone i mean and I'm talking, and we're talking about an animal that they're a, f- a whole lot less than, less than bears, and you know it can also support grizzly bears more more than one species of bear. Now I haven't I haven't really been to Washington all over the country, but I, ha- I have been to Oregon, and there are some huge, huge and beautiful forests in Oregon. Why? I want to look up that picture of how dense the forests are in because uh, uh, Washington. I, I, I have seen I, I like I've seen Washington. <laughs> Like from across the river, but I've been to Oregon and the, the forests there. I mean, they they are pretty substantial, and there's yeah. it is it is very thick and and it's sparsely populated. When you're not in Portland, because I was a little bit, I was like a thirty miles out of Portland or something. It is a whole lot of stuff. So I yeah. mean, I'm guessing it's even denser when the farther you go north. I've hiked and camped in uh, Northern California, um, and when you when you get up on in some elevation. And you look down, it's not even a question to me. You just see nothing but yeah. but forest. Sure. But perfect habitat for that kind of animal. Uh, it seems like you would need so many. It seems like you would need so. 
That is pretty crazy. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how large that is, but that's kind of that's what you're kind of looking at. I mean, Oregon was crazy. Just so, yeah. It's so beautiful. The, the area I was in, I was like in Estacada or something. And uh, that whole area was just, it was gorgeous. And the um, trees and the, I mean, just everything. It was, you know, a lot of, there's not even that much places to grow grass sometimes because there's yeah. so many trees and it's so thick. What, what, what's crazy is the, the site we've been looking at. You know, we were talking about it, and it's like, it's so thick. There could be something standing five feet away from us. And unless it moved or made noise, we'd never know it was there. It's so thick and dense, you'd never be able to see it. And that's in Missouri. And it could be, it could be five feet away from us, wait, watching us. You're talking about the place in Side A? Yeah, Side A. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> this, is this what you guys are calling your... Uh... Yeah, your place. We, we don't yeah. want to disclose our good spots. No. So if you can barely see and you can't even really get there, what are you guys going there with like machetes? You know, to be able to cut shit no, away because you're not going to be able to really traverse it very well, right? Or look, I think the reality is, uh, you you see them when they let you see them. Uh, it, either that or you know, I think it's very rare that they're just caught off guard. Um, do you, but, th- do you think Sasquatch really is the hide and seek champion? <laughs> you maybe. Those memes, For sure. In those memes, of For sure. like hide and seek champion in 2019 <laughs> or whatever. For sure. <laughs> so, so you really think that it's it's intelligent enough, and then it's also just not letting us see us because yeah, well, its senses are I mean, probably far more developed than ours are because yeah. we really have no need for our senses. Due to our technological advancements, those um, have kind of been phased out in human well, I mean, population. I, I would agree with I would agree with some of that, and I that think that some of it's just like we also exercise or, yeah. or habits will. I think we're also, I think we're also getting poorer. Or maybe we're just not great at tapping into our own instincts. And, and yeah, and I also just want to say, if we are making the assumption that it is real, which I I mean I you can't necessarily make. But if we're saying it's real, then obviously they want nothing to fucking do with us. Yeah. Depending on what movies they've seen. (laughs) Or if they have some sort of communication ability, they would pass down to fucking avoid humans. Yeah, they definitely definitely, uh, travel together. I think think where there's one uh, Sasquatch, there's, there's always another one. Um, I think they, I think they look out for each other, um, just like monkeys do. They have sentries that watch different positions and alert the troop to predators. Wait, 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 say that again. Okay, so, and I'm talking about monkeys here. I'm not even talking about apes. Most monkeys and lemurs, they have basically uh, sentinels, like guards that uh, when the rest of the troop is feeding or sleeping or whatever, um, that they they watch for predators and alert the rest of the troop hmm. if something shows up. I guess I didn't really know that because I haven't studied uh, monkeys. <laughs> and I would do, assume... Do great apes do that as well then? Because, I mean, I'm assuming there's not that many natural predators n- for great apes. So, not, so not it seems like nearly as have many, it. yeah. So Especially since the wolf population has died down. Uh, but, but, you know, if we're assuming these are secretive, it, it makes sense to say that they most likely have some version of that. Um, and there's, you know... And probably adapted for humans specifically. Yeah. Uh, I mean... 
they I think they they have no re I, I almost want to say they're probably uh reclusive towards other creatures to a certain extent other animals even uh now, there was there used to be like in the 17 16 17 1800s and there used to be a lot of logging up in Oregon yeah. Washington and anything like that are there any are there any kind of reports from any loggers, of that sort of stuff pff, loggers uh Actually, back then, loggers were instructed not to disclose Bigfoot sightings because they were happening so much. Uh, the logging companies uh, m- told them they were not allowed to disclose that information because they were worried about people coming in and trying to make it illegal to log in their habitat. Hmm. Now, that's interesting because that would be... That would have been, you know, like an interesting time period where something could, I mean, it would have been extremely thick then. Yeah. I mean, with a, with a very small uh, population. Yeah. and no, no. I mean, most of it's still untouched since then. There's... There, 90% of... There's, 95% of it is still exactly the same as it was. But probably of, way bigger now. Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of acres of, place, of land where people don't go. Hmm. Um, but... I I do think that when we do see them, I think it's, you know, either because they're letting us see them or, like I said, I think they're extremely curious. So I do think um, they come up to investigate us and and see what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know how big, I mean, I'd have to look at populations out there, but I'm guessing guessing you're probably right about the untouched and and not a very large population. So I guess it would be very possible. Not a tremendous amount of people around to see it anyway, even if it was there. And a lot of animals are pretty, like, you know, because you see all this stuff on trail cams, but, mm-hmm. like, you never, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even know something lives in a certain area. And then you catch it on a trail cam, and you're like, what's that? Uh, you know, yeah. where would this bear come from? I've never seen and, this bear on my property. And I do want, I want to uh, just throw this out there, because there is that question of why haven't we been able to uh, catch them on a trail camera? There, I think there are two possible reasons. Okay, the first one being that they can see through into the infrared spectrum. They have better eyesight than us. They can get into that infrared spectrum, which which lots of animals can do. It's very common. There are animals that can see infrared. They can see ultraviolet light. All of it. What about apes? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I wouldn't go with that argument. I would say there's just yeah. so few. And there's just so few trail cams in general. And yeah. it, and if they have pretty good senses, of, let's say sense of smell, and let's say humans um, leave a distinct smell in, in areas they've been, they just avoid those because they're, because it, it sparks some kind of fear in them, just like with mice. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know, Jordan Peterson was talking about some kind of a, of a study with mice that you could do with citrus. And they would do some kind of a smell with citrus or whatever, some kind of citrus smell. And they would do something to the mice, right? I can't remember what they would like do something bad, like shock them or something, something like that, whatever it was. Um, and they started avoiding that. And eventually, smell. even generations down, like ones that had never introduced it, when you would give them whatever smell it was, I want to say it was citrus, yeah. the mice would freak out because they were afraid that whatever was going to happen would happen, even though they'd never been through it. Was that what, wow. how they figured out RNA tags? That, I'm not positive. I, I wish I knew more about it right now. Because, yeah. Because I've, I've seen the video a few times. But he was kind of going through the information. So my point of that being is that let's say you have, you've had something happen with humans where it's built up a specific fear, right? 
you get that certain scent, well, they're going to stay the whole way from there. Yeah. <laughs> so even or, if even if the person's gone and left the trail cam there, I'm guessing the scent would still potentially exist, and they would avoid that area. Well, or if they yeah. watch someone put, set it up, they would know where that trail cam is at yeah. and tell others to avoid I it. I mean, if you're truly in a... In a location where it the population is dense enough to where you might be able to get something like that on trail camera uh chances are when you're in there setting that up they're already watching you and you don't know well i would imagine that would be true to something or at least hearing you because smelling yeah. you. i think when we do enter their yeah. habitat it because they're so you know reclusive it's very important to them to keep track of us and where we are to make sure we're not going to pose a threat. And, and it is very well documented that if if you do get too close to somewhere they don't want you to be, they'll start throwing rocks at you, uh, at, at your tents, like at your big cabins. Rocks. Big rocks. Like, like rocks, you know, that are 20, 30 pounds. Rocks that would be hard for people to keep. Ones that would up. fucking kill you. There's, there's nothing else that could throw a rock into a, in the middle of a field where there's nowhere for it to fall. And then all of a sudden a big-ass rock lands next to you. What, is, what kind of information, because you're talking like this, is some kind of documented information? Yeah, what is this, this? Is, this is really commonly associated with Sasquatch sightings. It's been reported by a ton of people um, and and the reality is there the ex, the culprits i guess the potential candidates for uh being responsible for behavior like that uh they're extremely limited because you need something with hands something really strong with hands a bear can't throw a yeah. fucking rock <laughs> uh, i want to say something about the trail cams i'm wondering how long smells can remain in a thick forest I, I since it, it's hard to get wind through a dense woods. You know, I, I want to say there, what, um, I was reading about a, I can't remember if he was just a researcher or he was some kind of professor, but he, mm -hmm. he was a doctor of some kind and he was doing research on smells and how dogs were able to smell so well. Um, and he found found out that smell actually puts out a certain frequency, some kind of mm -hmm. residual wave, because he he proved that he could take a rock and throw it in a river to where it's completely submerged, and a dog could go in and find that rock and bring it back to him, where there's no way. I mean, underwater. There's no way you're gonna smell it, so uh, obviously. So leave some kind of a footprint. Yeah. So there's some kind of smell footprint yeah. that animals can identify. But also, like I said, if they can see infrared light, okay, then that trail cam it looks like a spotlight to them. I mean, it, because those are those are infrared sensors that that trip the uh, camera and that light up so you can see at night. Um, but and if the smell can be trapped in that spot what little wind could get into the woods would probably push it through it like a maze that would basically leave a trail to that spot yeah and you also have to think you have to walk all the way through that you have stuff you're setting up 
I mean, you're leaving your scent well, all I'm, over. I'm completely on board with this part of the conversation. Yeah. I think uh, that, that I think that'd be very true, and I think that they would just based on anything. I think a lot of animals would intentionally avoid that, and I think uh, that that's that may, would make sense already. And yeah. I and I also there's also the possibility there are lots of uh, animals, particularly uh, predators, that can actually sense electromagnetic uh, fields. So they can actually sense the the electricity that you're putting off, the electromagnetic signal. Hmm. Um, of, do you know specific animals just, that can do that? Uh, yes. Uh, lions can do it. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, tigers Weird. can do it, actually. Um, another fun fact about tigers. Tigers actually stun their prey before they jump on it. They they just found this out, They and it's been proven they emit a uh, frequency of inf- infrasound that actually stuns, temporarily uh, stuns their prey before they're even so, near. So it. not just a, so not just a fear of the of the big yeah. beast no. that, that maybe you would have normally accounted for. No, this it, it's like, actually doing something. But this sounds like big cats, not. Primates. Um, I don't know about what. That's just, that's I know interesting tigers in can yeah, yeah, do super that part, but um, I'm not sure. I wonder if I'm not sure about the about the spread of of this. Well, you know, I don't know exactly. Is the uh, stunt? Is it like a sound it's, frequency? It's, yeah, what? it's infrasound. I'm not quite sure. I know it's an, so it's a certain pitch you wouldn't necessarily a, even hear, it's, but it's some kind of a. Is I it, believe infrasound is even different, but it's it's some kind it's a frequency is it, that they put off. Is it using the same organ as they use to purr? You know, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's I don't know if they have a certain uh, maybe bone or plate that mm-hmm. amplifies some yeah. kind of signal just naturally. Uh, or if it's like an actual conscious, like vocal thing that they do. It sounds like it would be something vocal that they do. I mean, I don't know anything about it, and we probably ought to get back tapes. But it just sounds like that's part of their, their, their predators. That's part yeah. of the, that's part of their hunting, and that's something that they do to hunt. And and I hmm, I just so want to I want to be clear that you know I'm not necessarily saying that Sasquatch have these abilities i'm just pointing you're, you're out that pointing out that other animals a, have interesting it abilities possibility. It, yeah. and it's a possibility that um, if it had something it could be yeah staying and, with protection and, but you know at the same time which is what tyler is very good at is it, you can't make assumptions about you know their behavior or anything like that any you know weird things that they do be, until you document it, until you see them do it you know, you can't definitely attribute things to them. Now, there are, you know, certain associations with Bigfoot activity and then certain physical signs that are found. And these are, you know, consistent. Um, and there's also, you know, consistent reports of very similar vocalizations. So... I think, you know, if we're going back to, they probably do what a lot of other monkeys do in that they post, essentially people do watch over the, over the troop, uh, and alert the others to signals to, you know, intruders in their habitat. 
So the assumption is that you know they would ha- they would be separated to some degree. So they vocalize to communicate. Because I think it's rare that they travel all right next to each other. I think they get together, but I think they spread out as well. For I, uh, which probably has I something mean, to do with the seclusion. Sustain, well, one location can only sustain a certain population to a degree. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like I said, I think the distribution is a lot larger than people think. I don't think they're limited to the Pacific Northwest. I think they're spread out through, you know, a lot of places um, in the country. I would say their habitat most likely is at the very least extremely similar to uh, black bear distribution. And we have zero idea what the ovulation cycle is for female Bigfoot. So it could be a year, like a period once a year. Well, I was trying to think of the idea of how of what they're because uh, it's it's similar to humans, isn't it? Yeah. For great apes, I'm not positive, but I'm guessing that it's somewhat similar. Maybe it's not that long. Um, well, I was thinking if it's a offshoot from earlier in yeah. the genetic path, then it could be way different than modern apes. Yeah, uh, but I also don't know about. You know, the breeding rate of modern apes. That's not something I can yeah, I really talk about. I don't know what that what it is. I don't have any details. <laughs> I mean I I mean I've tried to breed with them, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. I just um, haven't figured it out. <laughs> but uh, why can't my ape girlfriend get pregnant? <laughs> I meant <laughs> to see that red that like subreddit or something like yeah. that or some kind of question like on on Quora or whatever. Um, <laughs> um I also ju- you know getting back to what you were saying about the you know lack of evidence i think i actually i think there's a a a mountain of evidence but i also think for whatever reason this has become well i know it's because a lot of uh bigfoot organizations and researchers will jump to the extraterrestrial the interdimensional being just the nonsense just the crazy ass shit and these are the people that are talking about it and they make it look fucking ridiculous that should be the last and conclusion you exactly draw. and a lot of these honestly a lot of these people are kind of weird um and That's fair. but but there are see dr jeff meldrum is is a very not weird he's a tenured professor at a university he's a very well respected uh expert in the field of anthropology um and he takes this very seriously uh but i also think that bigfoot people who do this research are so unscientific they don't they do not follow any proper recording of evidence of collecting evidence um (laughs) They are so un- unscientific about the whole thing. Uh, even the people who claim they are. Well, it's your uh, average Joe going out and looking. Yeah. There's I mean, no, it's so taboo in the scientific community that no real actual researcher is going to be putting their name on something like that. Yeah. And that's part of why uh, we don't really want anything to do with any of these organizations. 
Because they're bonkers. Because they're bonkers. And, you know, we're, we're, we are scientists full time. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> we really are full time. So, uh, so, I mean, we do have some understanding of the procedures <laughs> that go along with properly documenting things. Now, we didn't go to college. You guys should probably understand the whole scent conversation. You guys probably have some uh, inklings on that, don't you? Based on your actual jobs. Yeah, actually, you yeah. To, you don't have to actually answer that question because uh-huh. we can. But, um, but, you know, on part of this, like the whole, the, the large area, the... Um, you know, densely packed forest that you can't really travel through. You got me on some of that. Like I, I, I believe, I believe that. Like that part's. I think that's mm-hmm. that's pretty persuasive. Now, my my issue would still be the lack of diversity of ape-like creatures in North America, and they're being because mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no there's no no native ones, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that there has never been a recording, you know, because you know that. That's not that's not necessarily what I mean because it's possible, but then like when my question would be is because I'm not I'd have to check information See, on what migratory patterns on what happened and how things got here right because the elephant now, like the woolly mammoths they came here they came yeah, over the land yeah. bridges from my understanding I don't think they were native here and I think a lot of the other stuff also came over that same way. Um, well, what I would say so I don't is know what was native here if you, anything was native here. Like you said, there's no known. Yeah, uh, and it only takes one. And I and I think this is the only one, uh, and and I also want to point out well, that you know a lot of people attribute this evidence to hoaxers. Well, there's too much evidence to hoax. I mean, there's just an insane amount of Cass and all and just sightings and everything. Um, some of them are hoaxes. No, for sure. Some people do that. Of sightings, is it? any way relatable to the number of schizophrenics in <laughs> the u.s no i mean a lot of people who see this are actually are really respected people law enforcement um a lot of fishermen you know, a lot you of you can always trust a fisherman uh, well a lot outdoorsmen hunters and fishermen i actually do think they have a lot of weight because these are yeah. people that are actually out in the woods all the time that are seeing all the n- native wildlife and they would know and, how to distinguish and they, it and they know what a bear looks like yeah. they know what a deer looks like these are these are people that uh, are that's their environment and they know what's out there and they know what they're seeing when i in terms of the past and here's here's the way i would play up some of this because uh, I, I think this is the only way that it could be explained to some extent I think it would still all go back to the migratory patterns of humans. And I think there was a time, like when there was Neanderthals and, and Homo sapiens, I think there was a time where you had more, uh, what are those different species, what's the difference on those uh, different species? Is that the right uh, word? Genus? I'm uh, not sure. Whatever, yeah. le- whatever level it is, I'm not a scientist, I can't remember the whole stupid table, and mm-hmm. I can't remember the differences yeah. between them. I think there was a time where you had multiple types of humans in different evolutionary pieces all living together. Because there's also mm-hmm. proof that you know Homo sapiens and Neanderthals bred, you know that they that was interbreeding. Um, See, I I mean, there's here, here's here's where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. I think it, you either had a a less evolved group or something like that that was either if they were more ape-like, then they might have been curious, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe they were just you know if you have that many people, you're gonna if you if you were if there's a mass migratory 
you know, system kind of going, whatever, going, going this direction. You're going to have other animals you can eat. You're going to have humans dying. You're going to have humans dropping food, other things happening where you can follow along uh-huh. and eat. Well, there, I right? mean, so you could travel together the, around the same time. So I would be checking time. those areas for fossils. It, it's, you, I mean, you have Fossil to record. understand that at the same time as humans were crossing the Bering Land Strait, Strait all kinds of creatures were yes. crossing over. That's like why there mammoth. are grizzly mm-hmm. bears like in North America, like and there are the same grizzly bears in Russia. It, it, tons of things came over. Uh, mass, like you said, mastodons, huge animals. Um, so there's no reason to think that you guys ever this seen that documentary creature Ice would Age? have done something like that. The documentary? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where um, there's that, uh, I think I've I think I've seen some of the episodes. Sid and Skull, Sully, I think is their names, or yeah, they're pretty there's sure. There's a crazy squirrel who's trying to get an acorn, and I'm pretty sure one's like Tim Allen or something. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually I was gonna make a joke off the show, of but yeah, I thought maybe you were talking about a real show. Oh no! At first, um, and then I was like, wait a minute, I think I might have even seen because I think there is like a, a yeah. National Geographic Ice Age type of. Whatever special or something like that, which is where I got some of the the megafauna stuff from, uh-huh. was from some of that National Geographic. Um, I can't remember. The, I, can, I can never pronounce the yeah. era name. I, I can see it, but um, but as far as like what we're doing, <laughs> um, honestly, we're at this point. At the we neither of us have ever seen anything. Um, at this point, we just kind of want to understand. And prove uh, that we're not crazy for our own edification, um, but I will say, you know, if we do, if we do see one, and uh, there's no doubt about it, uh, then it's game over. If we see a Bigfoot, just start calling me Ahab. Yeah, because I got a white whale to catch. Exactly. Honestly, if we if we really saw one, game over. Because now I'm gonna prove it. Oh, I'm quitting my job and living out in the woods. Really? It's get, I'm, that's that's what I would have to do. If it walks, crawls, swims, or flies, You'll fuck I it. can and will catch it. <laughs> I can and I will fuck it. <laughs> I can and will catch it. I will catch. I love catching things, especially when they're flying. And I can and I can do it. I. Took, I caught a bat in my neighbor's house that was flying around with my bare hands. What were you doing in your neighbor's house? They called me because they had a bat in their house and they wanted me to get it <laughs> out. called the cops because uh, you were in their uh, house. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Are I didn't um, know if you had just broken in and there happened to be a bat. Yeah. Or you were walking down the street and saw it flying inside the, their house. No, this, they this called me. This guy who was totally high on, on bath salts just I, came to the house and I captured say, my bird. I, I, was fu- <laughs> I will say I was fucking blitzed. And I, got this bat, I think man. it I think it got me zoned in because it took me like less than two minutes to snatch this bat out of the air. Like, and I did the same thing. We had a bat get into our house recently and I, they were like trying to get me to like throw a towel on it. I'm like, no, no, no. And I, I'll just, I can grab it out of the air. Seriously. If it walks, crawls, swims or flies. I can and will catch it. <laughs> you will not be able to stop me. Is this a good uh, smoke break time? Well, I think uh, I think uh, we'll, we're at an hour and a half, so we'll oh, wrap. Yeah, we'll fair. probably wrap it up in the next ten minutes or so. But yeah, so we're just trying to understand right now, and you know, whatever. If we ever do find anything or get a picture or video, 
I would never put out a picture where I have to draw a fucking circle around something. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's not that's not evidence. I wouldn't even bother. Uh, and honestly, if we did find lots of evidence, I don't know if we would tell anyone about it uh, for a while. Until we've compound got a lot of evidence. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we want to try and like prove it, we're not we're uh, not gonna do anything until we can. Next time we go out, we need to practice recording things in the woods while moving. I will say that's another thing is just the other uh, just I guess this was actually last year I was camping um, and I was driving up the road and a bunch of wild turkeys crossed the road and I was like oh that's cool and I pulled out my phone to take a picture and like it look it's like I got one there were a ton and I you can see one and it's yeah. really far away and it's blurry and you could barely tell it's a turkey. And I had my phone uh, between my legs in my car. And by the time I had gotten it up, they were so far gone that, you know, you'd almost have to draw a circle around. I actually, when I sent it to someone, I did draw a circle <laughs> around the turkey. How come you just didn't get out and catch it? Yeah. Is it a jive turkey? Uh, turkeys are fucking mean. I don't want to catch those. <laughs> I don't want to catch everything. Turkeys are retarded. But I can. To be a turkey. But I can catch anything. Dead ass. I haven't. I if I go back to Florida, uh, if I see an if I see an alligator, I'm like I'm going for it. I like catch no an doubt. alligator, just not a crocodile. I I I'm, won't even think about it. I'll just do it. If if it's under if it's six feet or under, I'll fucking I will get that <laughs> motherfucker. I will run and jump on its back without hesitation. You could be the next Steve Irwin. We'll call you the alligator hunter. That's one thing I'd really uh, like would like to catch uh, at some point. It's definitely a bucket list animal, uh, alligator. I think uh, I think a python is kind of on my bucket list. Uh, I've gotten a rattlesnake before. I've caught a rattlesnake with That's your bare all. hands. Yes, with my bear. Why would you do that? <laughs> like, why would you? Why would you even take that chance? Jesse, Jesse. If high? it walks, crawls, swims, or flies. <laughs> okay. Are you being serious? Did you actually? It. Did you actually pick it up? Yes. I think you're goofy I, enough to do no, that. No, I really got a rattlesnake. I love catching snakes. When we go looking for snakes, he's just flipping rocks, like not even like backing away in case there's a rattlesnake oh, under yeah. it. No, I would go head. for it. Uh, All it takes is one time to get you. You know, that's why he brings me with in case he yeah, gets bit. Uh, yeah, really. I'm like, that is why he comes with me because if <laughs> I get bit, I'm I need someone to I go drive get him ha- halfway help. to the hospital. Yeah, while the um, ambulance meets us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't suggest doing that. But yeah, I've caught all kinds of stuff. Friggin', what well, sounds caught, like I've caught fish with my bare hands. It sounds like you were the guy to catch a Sasquatch. And he is the guy to at least make sure he if, doesn't rip you apart. If yeah, if anyone's gonna find it, it's gonna be us. Or at least I'll drag his body out of the woods, or the pieces at least. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it's, the reason I was trying to link it all together, because it's you know like you'd have to go through migra- migratory patterns of of apes and event. You know, at one time I think from my understanding, when even the first settlers started coming here, the first European settlers. They were saying that forests were covered all the way up to basically the the east coast. I mean, it was this, there was a huge forest throughout, throughout most of this line. area, and um, 
So I guess it is very possible that they could even be in pockets around the country mm-hmm. if they followed the same, if they kind of spread out like they would have already been doing. I think, I think there are, uh, there's a high concentration in the Pacific Northwest, obviously. I think there's, uh, there more, there's a spread out population through um, the, uh, what I would say are like, the I guess more northern states, Montana, Idaho, Minnesota, uh, those those places where they're heavily forested, super low population density. That is um, true. Like, because if you look at it, like, let's say you were trying to compare, right? And you were like, well, how come people over there have you know ran into so many so many apes, so many this? They already have a lot of that information. Well, the population density in some of those areas is much, much higher. Yeah. And you would have to come into contact with nature a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. Here, people are kind of concentrated, and there's whole areas where you have nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and there are areas that, are, I guess, are potentially thick enough that nobody could traverse yeah. them, and they don't. And very few because people how go could on trail. You? How could you do that? Yeah. And I will say that... And most people won't even um, want to put it like a trail because they don't want to mess with it. Like, oh, okay, we don't want to mess with nature. Yeah. So it is... Pretty untouched. You know, our our site is uh, is in Missouri. Um, Missouri has one of th- is one of the states with uh, the most sightings by far, even more than Colorado. Um, I guess or somewhere that's true. Like I, that. I shouldn't play it up as such a hoax because it, you know even I can't think of who it is, but I think it's even uh, it's the federal government or something. They won't even admit that like uh, that mountain lions are back or something yeah, like that, yeah. right? Isn't it mountain lions? I think that are that are uh, becoming in the in the wild and and sometimes you get sightings here in Kansas yeah. and it's like oh no 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 these you know yeah. I think it was mountain lions but they were like I oh, know these don't exist here I think and it's like oh, I think, they definitely exist here <laughs> I think some people do misidentify things yeah um, and some sure. people probably you know just kind of see sure. things and and create that image mm-hmm. in their head. But there are so many people, especially if they're scared. There are so many credible people who who have seen these, and there are so many different witnesses that have described the same behaviors, the same like things that they did, um, and the, the way they acted, um, and you know, separate people from various parts of the country uh, have r- reported such similar things, uh, and you know, like. Even just with the footprints, okay, only one of them has to be real. True. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, one more modern, sure. Uh, I feel like um, there's going to have to be a part two of this episode. <laughs> I, I think this we could talk well, about I, this forever. I, well, maybe, I, well, maybe I think we should revisit covered, it. I think after, we, when are you guys yeah. going? Uh, <laughs> we're going to go tomorrow. So you're going tomorrow? Yeah. So we can meet sometime in the future about the, about you guys' experience. Oh yeah, after and yeah. then do well, like a part two. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I really want to talk about it publicly. Yeah. Okay. Until uh, we have a ton of evidence I, towards I, undeniable. I'm playing my cards close to my chest. Well, well then it could be some time yeah. for it uh, to be determined. To yeah. be announced, uh, we're not involving other people. We're not involving any organizations, anything like yeah. that. This is us. We're gonna do it. Yeah. If and anyone can find it, it'll be us. And we gotta store uh, evidence in multiple locations and make copies so the government can't come and burn <laughs> it. Are you guys? How long? How long are you guys going out in the wilderness for? Just a day? Because you gotta go more than a you day, know, right? I you mean, know, uh, 
we we like camping and stuff. We've kind of we're just now getting into like the field part of it. So it's just a matter of going going to you know the the site and walking around, uh, walking you know a mile or so, going pretty far off trail, um, and just seeing what we can see. Because like I said, right now we're we're not trying to really prove anything. Uh, we just want we just want to understand what's going on and and you know find the truth. Uh, and once and once we do that. Uh, then, then we'll, you better fucking believe we'll prove it. My, my suggestion would be is kind of clear out a little spot, make a little fire, put no. some logs out, oh. start smoking some peyote, and then see if something <laughs> yes. eventually comes out and sits Bro, next to you. I've smoked. You had me at peyote. Because they might be, you know, this, this tribe, they may have some, you know, they might have had some dealings with the Native we, Americans where they used uh, to smoke peyote with we them. We smoked. Yeah. And it could be like a, like a, you know, like an olive branch. We smoked uh, DMT on a sandbar when we were fishing overnight on a river that we kayaked to. We got a uh, really strong, like something's watching us vibe. <laughs> well, no, not. Uh, oh, I did. I don't know if oh, you did. Oh, Tyler did. But, and I um, only took one dose of it. I, you were pretty I, fucking I took high. a shitload. <laughs> um, but when, uh, just one quick thing. You know, we didn't really see anything when we went out there. But I will, I will say we both got the, all of a sudden we were, we were there for a couple hours. And then we just walked into one part of this trail and we both got the most intense uh, feeling like something, yeah, feeling like something's watching you that I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And, and it was just there for a little bit and then, and then it was gone and, and it was crazy because I think, I think Tyler was like, do you, do you feel that? And I was like, yeah. It was probably you were getting a feeling that somebody's watching you. It was him watching you. He was getting a feeling that somebody's no. watching him. Was <laughs> him watching him. And you guys are like, oh my God, I feel like you guys are looking at each other and you're like, and it's I a feel like someone's watching. Now, it's a feedback loop of yeah, watching. Now, that's <laughs> anecdotal. That's anecdotal. <laughs> There's no evidence that that's a Bigfoot, but it was strange. And that creates the infinite heebie jeebies. The, the issue here is that you're already uh, a little. A little dazed and confused, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm just not sure. I was know? mostly sober. <laughs> <laughs> no higher than he normally you is. Mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's your average. And I don't smoke much weed. So you were probably more sober than he was, but he could have been really fucked up. And he was, were, I, I was just. Um, I think he took some of my Adderall. But uh, other, but totally other, a joke. <laughs> but, but other than D&D that, all. <laughs> I'm so uh, good to joke about these days. Okay. Anyway, I think <laughs> I definitely joke. think we should revisit this. But uh, you're not going to hear anything about what we're doing for a while. For a while. Do so you guys have your study to until can we, write a little book about it? Uh, write a little short piece. We'll make about the adventures. I, I, I'm going to make a movie about it. Can I, I be, I'm not writing a fucking book. We invented movies so you don't have to read anymore. Yeah. Can I, can I be back for all of the Bigfoot episodes? Absolutely. No, I think that would can. work. Because especially if you guys are like a team. Yeah. yeah. If you guys are fucking Lewis and fucking you know Lewis, Lewis and Clark. Clark you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was. You I would have said Batman and Robin. Uh, I've been Pocahontas once or twice. More of a Batman <laughs> Robin 
sidekick situation, kind of like our relationship on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, but, you're always the hero, and we're always sidekicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're but at least like, we get at least we wait, get so flamboyant you're in this situation. You're my uh, Andy. What's his name? Dick. Dick. No, yeah, not Andy it. Dick. Warhol. Um, <laughs> you're my Andy Warhol. Andy. Richter. It, the guy. Oh, Richter. Andy Richter. Oh, you're my Andy yeah, Richter. I like, I like, Andy Richter's funny. You know, you're there, but do you really need to be? It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I think I think that's enough for right. for now. Yeah. Uh, we definitely might talk about it uh, again, though. Sounds good to me. Oh, and uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Okay, that's a good way to end it, I think. No that's, comments, that's please. So perfect. <laughs> All right, topical. We'll we'll be back uh, sometime, maybe.